Hello, dear audience. This is Nadia, and I'm back with episode number two of my podcast. And I am having a great Saturday afternoon where I have been visiting District 49's virtual district conference in Hawaii. But of course, on Zoom, because we're all online right now. And I didn't even expect this or know what their agenda was, but I was pleasantly surprised as I was visiting their conference. Their guest speaker, their keynote speaker today was William Hung. I don't know if you all remember who he is, but if you're an American Idol junkie like I used to be, that name probably resonates with you. And a lot of people remember him because his performance was absolutely hilarious. But I actually remember him not just because his performance was not the best singing ability for a singing show, but just in the moment in the time and where I was when I saw that audition, the whole experience of my first time being introduced to William Hung is just something I will never forget. I was extremely sick in 2003 through 2005. I suffered from Graves' disease and I went misdiagnosed for about a year. So I was really, really, really in bad shape by the time I found good doctors in New York and moved for treatment. And at the time, my doctor wasn't even sure if I would make it. I wasn't even sure if I would make it. And it was such a lonely time for me because Graves' disease is just one of those diseases that not a lot of people know about. It's an autoimmune disease. Your body is attacking itself and you are just sick beyond belief. I wouldn't wish any autoimmune disease on my worst enemy. It was horrendous. So in the midst of that time period, American Idol starts up. I can't remember which season this was, but I believe it was early on. And I just remember laying on the couch, being so sick, so hot, so feverish, so jittery, losing my hair, losing pigment in my skin, everything that comes with the disease, and just being really, really down. And all of a sudden, William Hung comes on the TV screen singing Ricky Martin's She Bangs. And it was so horrible. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't have a great singing ability, but he was just so full of joy. He was so unshakable. And even in the midst of receiving feedback, he was like, I did my best. I have no regrets. And he just had this spirit that was just a pleasure to watch and out of nowhere I was laughing I was happy my mood lifted my spirits were soaring and I felt better in that moment than I had felt probably for the previous six or eight months of being so down and so sick And it's true what Maya Angelou always said. You might forget what people said. You might even forget what people did, but you never forget how they made you feel. And I have never forgotten how he made me feel in that moment of literally being probably as far down as I had ever been in life and immediately turned around with just his joy coming through the screen And turning me around in the moment and giving me that boost that I needed when I needed it the most. I would never forget that. And so even all these years later, seeing him 
pop-up at the District 49 conference, which I didn't even expect, just seeing him again put a smile on my face because I was immediately taken back to that time when in the midst of sadness and sickness and despair, he was instrumental in starting to lift me out of that. And thankfully, obviously, I survived it. But it was quite a rocky road. But sometimes you just need those moments to hang on to that show you that there is some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. There is something that you can smile about even in the midst of grief and sickness. And that was just such a powerful moment in my life. So it was so great for me to be able to shoot him a message in the chat box and say, hey, this is what you did for me. I'm sure you don't, you can't imagine who you impact and how you impact them, but here's my story and here's what you did. And here is what I will never forget about your experience on American Idol. And I just, you know, it's amazing. I mean, we're in 2020, so we're talking 17 years ago. It doesn't even seem like it was that years ago. But of course, as I look at the scar around my neck and take medication every day, I'm never far from that disease and trying to stay healthy. But that particular day, I just remember so vividly, and it probably won't ever leave my mind. Just it's amazing how something can spark a mood change and shift your whole being and existence and experience. And for someone to be able to show that much joy and passion and inspiration through the TV screen, it's just so powerful. So I was glad that I ha was able to experience that today. I do try to take something away from every single Toastmasters experience that I have. Every meeting I go to, every conference, every speaker I listen to, I try to take a nugget away from every experience. And this was such a joyful, blessed one today because it was essentially coming full circle. I am so far from that moment physically and geographically, thank God I'm no longer having to live in Rochester, my hometown, no more snow country. But um, it, it was just such a great experience to see him and think about where I was then and see where I am today and just have a happy memory, a smile on my face over it all. I got through it all and now feel like I'm in a place where I'm really thriving and I can look back on it and it's just a memory. It's not that moment in time. I'm not fighting for my life anymore and now I can look back and really truly see um, the blessing and gift that he was. So thank you, William Hung, wherever you are. <laughs> Somewhere in Los Angeles on lockdown like we all are. Um, yeah, just for anyone, just keep doing what you do and be the best at it because you never know who and how you're impacting, but you are. You might not ever get that feedback or that thank you or that personal story, but just in being and putting yourself out there, you are impacting people in ways you can't even imagine. So keep going in whatever it is that you do. Thank you, William.